Hey everybody and welcome to the show, Feeling Well. I'm Ralph here as always with... Lloyd Howell. Um, the, the new year has arrived. That's right. Um, we've, we've, uh, our, our old acquaintance has been forgot and, uh, and, 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 you know, it feels like the world is new again, Ralph. Are you, uh, are you feeling the, uh, the regeneration? Are you, uh, are you treating each day like it's your last? Um... No, I can't say that I am. No. Yeah. <laughs> Short answer yeah. no. Long and I'm not answer. trying to just throw I'm of not trying not. to just throw water on your thing right away, but No, no. I've had a I've had a, a not a very um Yeah, so like New Year's was a uh, Thursday, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, yep. of course I didn't do anything. I drank a lot by myself and then I spent kind Actually. of a Friday and Saturday just feeling mm. like exhausted and hungover, where it's like you Ooh, don't. A two, well, the dreaded two day. Well, hangover. It's not, it wasn't really. It was. It wasn't really a two day hangover because I would continue to drink. So it wasn't really like. Yeah. It's like oh boy, getting older. <laughs> classic too. It's like no, I was just <laughs> continuing to be. But mm. it was like those. It was like it was like a back to back. One of those days where it's like you're hungover and you didn't sleep well. But like the, mm. the the feeling bad energy like prevents you from like napping or going back to sleep or whatever. So you just kind of have that Ooh. that kind of like just like that struggle day of like drinking a cup of coffee yeah. after a cup of coffee, trying to make it to the end, yeah. just just trying to keep mm. the the worst of the psychic anguish at bay. But uh Yeah. Just feeling sick and ragged and raw. Yeah, and just, just like uh, tr- trying to f- everything gets trying through. to figure out what combination of inputs will make your brain not feel so bad. You know, that will make that right. will uh, again that will um, you know alleviate the uh, the psychic pain. But uh, I, you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling a little better today. But I do feel like. Because I did want to go into the year with that like New Year energy, where I'm like, let's we gotta uh-huh. we gotta chart a new course, you know. But these <laughs> for God's yeah. sake, <laughs> really. But these something must be these done. first uh, three yeah. days. I do feel like I've kind of just pissed away, but uh, but okay. you know it's so, you know it's the weekend. What can you say? Yep. What yep. about you? We've lost a little momentum, but uh, uh, well, I I got I got snowed in pretty quickly on new year's so i've been i've been staying inside the house um and funny thing that happens when you kind of heat your house with a wood stove is you tend to stay in one room um because wood stove uh yeah i i I heat my house with a with a wood stove now what Um, is that exactly it's a it's a it's a um you know, essentially just a firebox built out of steel. Oh, and, one of uh, those and things. Soapstone. And you like, yeah, yeah. And so I, I bought, I bought a couple of cords of wood from a wow, guy. Wow, that's so, that's like, that's funny. That's so quaint. It is. It's fairly. I mean, you know, heating oil is really expensive. It's like it's like five hundred bucks or something to to fill up the tank. I, it was like way more than I expected. Sure. And so, um, like I had this, I had this wood stove, and I thought like I'll I'll use it every now and again, like for a for a special occasion, but like it's way it's way cheaper to just like, you know, sure burn wood, heat the house, the old um, fashioned way. That's for, why you got all that. That's yeah. why you got all that lumber in that uh, in, mm-hmm. the, in the garage, mm-hmm. right? Or wherever. Yeah. Um, but there, but a a a uh, 
an interesting side effect of this, and I, I don't remember, I don't, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I'm not very good at stacking wood. Stacking wood is a is a talent that I do not. There's possess. an art to it um, within the within uh, within the furnace. You mean? Um, no, oh, storing. Not, not even, well, yeah, yeah. That also, yeah. like stacking and storing the wood, like the the my wood piles keep falling over. They keep falling over and like breaking right. things. Broke a window, and, right? Uh, Yes, broke a window the one time. Like there's, I had, there's I had a good laugh that at that like on Twitter. I had a good laugh on that at Twitter. I remember. I'm, I'm, and I am glad to be of service, <laughs> you know, to you and the timeline at large. Also, um, just sidebar that you know, that picture you keep posting of yourself like smiling in the dark. That is that mm. is genuinely like kind of scary to me. That's like a, that's a that's a spooky it's, image to me. If you folks haven't seen I was, it, I was, head over to to Lloyd's mm. Twitter. But <laughs> it's very it's very uh, Lynchian. It's like that monster. Have you ever seen Mulholland Drive? Yeah, the scene yeah, where it was one of the first Lynch I saw, where the uh, the, 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 yes, the beast, the, 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 you know, the, the yeah, the beast suddenly yeah. appears from behind the diner dumpster. That's mm. what you kind of are. You reminds me of in yeah. that picture. But I'm sorry, go on. Uh no, I I, I mean, I've been I've been feeling kind of strange, not bad, but like, um, like kind of manic. Like my my drinking is kind of even out. It's evened out. Like it's it's still quite a bit, but I don't have like binges anymore. Sure. Like I don't get really drunk. I just kind of like, you know, relax into a static until my until my my affect is flattened enough that I can um that the, the that the barbs of the day yeah. are not. Uh, I was quite so. Plated. I was doing a classic. Um, waking up in the middle of the night and just staying awake on my bed this morning. And, uh, oh. you know, when I'm in that mode, it's like, I'm in a, it's like, I'm sure, I'm sure, um, you or anyone could relate, but it's like a feeling of like, when you're just like kind of suddenly up in the middle of the night, you're, it's not like a sober state of mind. Exactly. I don't mean like, mm. like, I mean like you're, you're like in another place mentally, you know. Like your your chemistry yeah. is 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 different in some way, and like where, yeah. Right. Not all the not all the quadrants of your brain are are active quite. Yeah, much. yeah, they're, and uh, they're still spinning. Yeah, up. and I'll often experience like kind of uh, anxiety or despair uh, in those moments. And I remember one mm. thing I kept thinking is like, I was like, how how is it that I feel this bad, and I'm not one of the seemingly countless people who just have like a surplus of prescription drugs that they're given. Like, how do I not have Xanax <laughs> just to take? And, you know, like I've known so many people uh, who just have like so much uh, Xanax or Adderall and they don't take mm -hmm. like 90% of it and they give it to their friends or they start mm. selling it. And it's like, how do I not have this? And of course the, the answer, the problem is me. I don't have the, I don't have the, um, the ambition I haven't put in the work of getting it, but I was like, I was oh. just like marveling at the fact, like how mm. have I gone this long without like bullshitting my way into a Klonopin prescription? And I was mad at myself <laughs> in that moment. Oh boy. Um, yes. Drug seeking behavior. It's, it's a classic, uh, a classic thing that likes to, that kind of turns the doctors off. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Of course, doctors love yeah, it to has to be pills. easy. It's, it's it has easy. to be easy. It's, it's, and I do feel yeah. really bad. That's like a hallmark of my, of yeah. me. So it's like, how do I not have it? 
you're you're teetering on the brink twenty four seven. I really am. It's uh, it's been it's been yeah. bad, man. I don't know. It's been a bad mm. and like the pandemic. I've I you know I feel like I've kind of been beating this drum um uh, over and over, but it's like the pandemic has definitely made some things worse. But I know it didn't it mm-hmm. didn't begin here. Um, no, the 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 dawn of your sorrows was not. Around March of 2020. Sure. Well, the dawn of my sorrows of is that from, we can be is from the you know the beginning of time. But like this new phase oh, of yeah. like yeah. of not just feeling kind of like kind of ambiently depressed or sad because like when you're younger, there's like kind of an an indulgent quality to your to your feeling bad, you know, mm. or or like you or you like convince yourself that it's meaningful or something and like that's kind of like how you feel in like right, high school or right. college but then you like kind of transition into the phase of like the sadness is less acute you know it's less like mm. oh i'm feeling something and it's more like this right. is just life right. you know and it becomes a little more muted but then i feel like within the yep. last couple years since probably like 2019 when we started this podcast i entered a new phase Mm -hmm. of of feeling like like not quite panic but like feeling bad and feeling like kind of scared that it's like too late for Mm. things to get better and just being like you know being uh overly conscious of my mortality and it doesn't feel good and i i uh no no i've been feeling that lately and i don't know how to I realize just simply put, it's not that complicated. And I, I don't even like, I don't derive any pleasure out of even, I mean, like I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it because, you know, we're just, you know, we're doing a podcast and because like yep. anything, it can be uh, satisfying or a relief to talk about it, but it's not even as if I want to be like, I'm not seeking like sympathy or attention. I, I, I don't, I don't like the idea of being like, Oh, I'm depressed, and I don't. I don't believe I'm a person who has depression. Like, I don't think I'm a person who's like, no matter the circumstances, I'm depressed. I just think I'm simply depressed because of my circumstances, because I'm just a fucking a bum, you know. Of course. And I, and I yes. guess what I'm driving yes. at is, uh, <laughs> um, I guess what I'm driving at is simply like, yeah, shit is, you know. I just feel kind of bummed and lonesome and and i don't know how to make things better i don't even know how to try and it's not like a crisis it's not a big deal but it's been a it's been a bad phase i don't know oh boy i just just a quick aside i like i want to i want to get back to this but i do like the framing that uh that your sorrows began at the beginning of time (laughs) as if like you are some kind of being outside of time and space who's just always been feeling bad well that was and will always be feeling yeah well that was just i was just speaking figuratively that was just kind of a literary flourish but yeah no i mean it, it is it is something to i mean you know it can't be overstated like like you know numbness can be comforting and when the when the um, when the depression kind of comes back with a renewed vigor. Yeah, that's um, that's another like thing a, too. It's like a boom and bust cycle. Like I go through cycles yeah. of being like, holy shit, my life is nothing <laughs> and I don't know how to rectify that. Mm-hmm. And then like settling into a phase of like, not acceptance in a profound way, but just like, yeah, I mean, fuck, this is what it is. But then it's like you yeah. continue being alive and it's like, well, shit, if I have to continue being... Oh God, no! You mm. know, so it it is like kind mm-hmm. of a, mm-hmm. as I said, a boom and bust cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, 
Not wait. Not there's, there's too much momentum at this point. Like like you're you're too you're too accustomed to being alive, and like you've got a you've got a good, uh, you know, well, forty fifty years left. I mean, in you here. say that, but um, uh, oh boy, hi, hey, ah, ah, You want to describe what you I see? Mean, Maybe people should start subscribing to the uh, Patreon, well, huh? Listen, I I think I think folks, uh, Ralph, subscribe Ralph to the Patreon at Patreon. A, yeah, uh, go ahead. Ralph's, uh, Ralph's, Ralph's got. He, Go he's, ahead, he's Lloyd. Strapped, folks, um, he's uh, he's he's got he's got his nine, and he's and he's he, and he's pressing it to That's his right. dome, his perfectly smooth dome, and uh, I think he's serious. Subscribe folks. at Patreon.com/slash/FeelingWell um, for just five dollars a month. Uh-huh. You get double the content and access to our mm-hmm. archives. Don't make me pull the trigger. Don't make me yeah, do it. That's yeah. on you. You'll have, you you'll are have the piece of You mind. are a murderer mm-hmm. if you do that. All right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. If you could see what I've seen on this podcast, folks, you would, uh, you know, there's such sights. That's right. Such sights of, of, of a podcast. That's right. And Maybe if we get enough subscribers, we'll introduce a visual element so people can enjoy uh, yeah. gags. Like that, yeah. Mm. Visual gags, yeah. <laughs> you know. We, we got all kinds of ideas. Such visual you know, we, gags we as brandishing a gun, and mm-hmm. and frowning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh boy, I was uh, I was going through. I had to delete some some videos from my iCloud so that I could sync my pictures up because my phone's about. I to sure break. hate. I sure I was, hate uh, that iCloud bullshit. Having to make room and yeah, whatnot. yeah. Um, you know, I had to. I had to. They tricked me into turning on two-factor authentication, which I hate, and I had to like go back and lie that my account had been hacked so I could turn it off because I don't just let you turn it off anymore. You have to go through this whole rigmarole. Um, but the point is, I saw like a bunch of videos from uh, from Delenda, and it was the scene where you're uh, um, uh, the like like outside of the of the ISIS party, yeah, um, where where you're in a robe and and uh, and what's her name is shooting. That's you. right. Um, shooting at you. Um, it was a uh, back then. I I don't like. I was back then. My my depression was much more acute. I was like, this means something because because uh, I, I was having I was having the a depression. Bad time you mean? Was. Yeah, you were going through a tough yeah, time, and you yeah. almost saw working on my movie through. as something that could be a distraction. I believe you've said. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And there was. Uh, I remember that 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 scene in particular that was like a that was a wealthy patron's house and we uh we kind of we kind of stuck around there and filmed for a couple of days and uh one of the like the lighting technician was kind of a fuck up and like didn't really know what she was doing um i don't even i, I don't even know who you're to. referring to we didn't have a lighting technician but uh yeah <laughs> uh, was she the uh Are you referring to the maybe she was like props the production maybe designer are you referring to yeah yeah yeah, yeah i think so um, and, uh, and she had like, we had all of these, we had all of these, uh, string lights. I, I probably shouldn't have corrected we you because it's, easy, it's easy to deduce. I mean, we've said the name of the movie. It's, it's easy to deduce now. We can, you know, bleep at your leisure, but I, I this remember, is Lloyd's I opinion, not mine, like, but go on. Yeah. This is, this is simply my opinion. Um, like we were, we were stringing these lights across a, uh, across a swimming pool. Um, and, uh, and there were many people, uh, that were you know, in the pool kind of splashing around. Uh, and, uh, and we were like fiddling with the electrics up there and, you know, things were, I mean, I think I'm remembering it worse than it actually was, but no, I'm um, sure it was quite bad. I'll just say this in this, in this woman's defense is that, uh, you know, 
whatever shortcomings were ultimately my fault as the as the director and producer but um well you know, people having what i hope people were, having I, to make do with whatever limited resources so it is ultimately on me but you know just just trying to you know well just trying to do something with limited what resources. i hope yeah but i'm sorry what i kind of hoped you were gonna what i hoped you were gonna say is that uh that it was ultimately going to be my fault because I was working under her. Um, and it was, uh, and it was, it was, you know, I, I could have, I could have just, uh, you know, kind of barbecued all those, all those fine folks, all those, all those fine young people. Just, but are you uh, saying this through, is a moment in which you felt especially bad? It was a moment where I, where I felt bad, but it was also a, uh, there was like more to do back then. Like there, like that was, that was like an exciting time because like there were consequences to my actions. Like, uh, sure. you know, like I had to do, I had to do a good job with this wiring setup because if I didn't, then it might malfunction and it might hurt people. Um, you know, that was, that was something that I did find if not, if not like satisfying about like being sure, around. I mean, we were doing like something. We were doing something. We were doing yeah. something. We were making a movie. It was, uh, you know, it was it was something to do with our time that wasn't, uh, you know, sitting around and and drinking the fine vintage of uh, Applejack that I found in my basement. Yeah, Lloyd's you got know, a little glass uh, of wine up in the house. No, no, got a little, it's not it's not it's not wine. It's Applejack. It's uh, it's the same alcohol by volume, about 30. What is but made from uh, apples? Yeah, fermented apples, and it's it's foul. This is not very good. This is like uh, this is some backcountry uh, just backcountry you, reaching for the applejack yeah. instead of the wine and and grabbing the fucking mounty ice or whatever the fuck you were drinking last time instead of the. Uh, it was labat labat ice. It's uh, but I'm off I'm off beer for a while. Beer except for I have one last beer. For the show. Hey hey. I've cracked. Oh a PBR. That's what I, I, I like I, to I, see. It's a PBR. It's it's uh it's cleaner, you know. Not a bad it's beer. Got a smoother finish. Not a bad beer for what just it is. A, just a kiss of the hops. Yeah, it's not like an icky, slutty beer like Natty Ice or mm. or I would say it's even. I, oh, I would boy. say it's better than like Rolling Rock and things like that. It's just a good workman like mm-hmm. beer. But uh, why yes, not a lot? Going why on. only beer? Because um, um, because uh, it is a little depressing, kind of seeing the accumulation of cans. The the dozens and dozens of cans <laughs> that I accrue um, over the course of sure, a couple of weeks. Sure, I feel you. Uh, I feel you. You know, I was supposed to I was supposed to go to the supposed to go to the the recycling center on Saturday, but I got snowed in, so I couldn't go. Uh, the roads were impassable for a number of hours, and by the time the the plow came by, you know, the window had passed, and so I've got to I've got to sit here among my own detritus and my own uh, my own filth, and ultimately my own uh, my own glutton. Yeah. For, uh, yeah, I'm right there with you, know, you pal. Gotta, I'm, keep sucking down those yeah, beers. Right now, I, I'm drinking uh, a tall uh, gin and soda, and uh, mm. which is, uh, I think, for the most part, my my drink of choice. And uh, sitting here on the computer, drinking it, talking to you, it takes me back to uh, when I was in college. I have a distinct memory. There was just like a phase. It was my senior year, just at the little desk in my bedroom. Um, watching the sopranos on my uh pc this is before i even got the mac that i have to this day since 2013 just i had this like big asus uh pc laptop and it would just just the fan would be so loud and aggressive it would just kind of breathe and overheat and whatnot i just remember sitting there like watching the sopranos 
and just like drinking New Amsterdam gin. And I have a distinct memory of one mm. night both running out of um, of club soda and ice. And also oh. there were like, there was no clean silverware. So I just ended up, <laughs> I had gin with just like room temperature tap water. And I remember sitting at my desk, just kind of stirring it with a pen, stirring it with a pen. (laughs) Ralph, no. And you know what the worst part is, is that that's a fond memory. Those are better days. (laughs) There was hope then. There was was Uh, time then when I was stirring the room temperature gin and water cocktail with a with a pen watching soprano on your on your loud overheating (laughs) pc just just sucking those things down oof yes yes a man's time that's right uh yes yes hmm i used to back when i was back when we were at I guess when I was at Purchase, um, I lived at a, I lived in like a small apartment in a, in Porchester, which is near, near that school. Oh, that's um, fun. And there was like a, there was a small, uh, there was like a little grotto underneath the staircase. It was a small triangular room. Um, and like, that's where my computer was. And it was, it was this tiny little, little, little hot closet. And I would like, I made, I made an effort to like cut my movies in there. And like, it was just. It was so hot and shitty and smelly oh, and, yeah. and like that is, but that was, that was, uh, that was fine. Like I, I, I really made a point of like suffering during, during my schooling. I like, you know, made things Were much you one of those people who like made a show of like, oh, I, I stayed, I did an all nighter editing my junior thesis because yeah, that was never me. Like yeah, I always, man. I was, I, I delivered Save. things on time. Like I would stay up maybe a little bit late editing, but I, I never understood the people. I felt like it was performative. Like a lot of people were like, I worked so yeah. hard on my thesis. Yeah. I stayed up all night. And it's like, I don't know. I just kind of worked on a schedule. And yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's the way to do it. It was, uh, as long as I can remember, I think I think there was like a cousin of mine who uh, went to went to like Harvard School of um, like architecture and talked about how they would like, you know, they would have to stay up for, you know, nights on end just like f- like grinding to finish these big projects. And I'm like, yes, like that's what college is. That's what I want to do. And it, and it, like it was definitely performative. I don't know who it was for. I think it was largely for me, just to like feel like oh, like this is a this is a big meaningful experience. Right. Look how much effort I right. put into yeah. this thing. Instead of instead of making a schedule and like, you know, like doing this with you know, have enough time to sleep so you're not falling asleep in class the next morning. Like, you know, so so stupid. Like I I uh I don't know who that was for. I mean, ultimately my my movies weren't for anybody, you know, but that's uh that's neither here nor there. They were they were they were college films like they they weren't supposed to be for anybody and that was that was perhaps my mistake um if we have any college age listeners out there which i'm not sure that we do but we might i think um, we might relax just relax um speaking of well it's not even relax because i wouldn't even say relax because my biggest beef you know i was someone who was kind of infamously um someone who often went to war with everyone else in my class um, no, but the, <laughs> but the reason for that was because they sucked so much. Like what offended me was that they like so much of them didn't even care. 
You know, like it, it was mm. that they didn't take it oh. seriously. And I took it more seriously than most of them. But it's like, it would be like sure. not taking it seriously, but like purposefully, I'm not saying you did this, but like like procrastinating or not using your time effectively and then doing the thing of like, wow, God, it's so hard for me to accomplish my vision. I'm going to stay up all night editing instead of, right. uh, instead of right. uh, you know, shooting in the winter and then editing all spring or whatever. So that's what bothered me. But speaking of, uh, of college age, a highlight of my weekend was yesterday. I, uh, I, on hinge, I matched with like a really hot 20 year old. Oh boy. Oh boy. And, uh, (laughs) Hey, uh, robbing the cradle over here. How does that make you feel? That's, Mm. do you not approve of that? Do you not approve of that? No, 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 no. I, I, I approve of that, man. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Well, you know, you're both adults. Sure. Well, I'm, I'm glad to hear you say that. But, uh, yeah, just, just to, I give you my blessing. <laughs> Best of luck to you, crazy kids. <laughs> well, well, she like, uh, like I responded to uh, one of her pictures with like some dumb message, and she responded, and then I responded. She hasn't responded since, so it looks like it's not going to go anywhere. It was probably just like some, some twenty year old girl who like had a night who was like, you know what? I'm going to look at Hinge. You know what? What the fuck? I'm going to respond to this guy who has a podcast or whatever. But uh, just kind of like, I'm going to respond to this weird mm. guy. But uh, And that's probably the end of it. It was probably just an episode. But uh, it, I, I bring it up. It was noteworthy because, um, you know, I, uh, I uh, commented on her picture, which is what you do on Hinge. It's not just like swiping. You have to like respond to a prompt or whatever. Right, right. And I did it like very passively because I'm like, this person's never going to uh, match with me. But then when they did, I became um, really horny, like the horniest I've been in a long time because they were hot, but also like the reality of like, oh, this person, like like I I became horny and it was good, even though nothing's going to come of it. It was good because it like reminded me that I still have like the capacity to feel you know, like I haven't forgotten yes, how to yes. feel and I felt like truly horny, which I don't think I felt in a long time. And also that jolt of serotonin. Yeah, yeah. And that that blood engorging your various Yeah. Items, you know, yeah. And, and so it's like, on. oh, I could still yeah, you know yeah, I could still do it. And you know, like pornography can be like very um deadening and have adverse effects, I feel. And like there's something about like, right. you know, like for the love of the game, like looking at like, like a girl's like picture of herself, like fully clothed on Instagram and like managing to like beat off to that, just like her, like fully clothed by like the grand Canyon or like, (laughs) or like outside of five guys or whatever, like making that work. Mm -hmm. I feel like it keeps you sharp and it, it it reminds, it's a creative, it reminds you you're alive when you could like, cause it like kind of brings you back to an earlier, simpler, more primal time. And so, yes, yes. and so nominally, relatively speaking, I felt more alive in that moment, um, even good. though That's it was good. a probably near um, accidental bit of happenstance that I matched with her. Like it mm-hmm. did give me, as you said, that jolt that reminded me that I still have blood in my veins, that I'm not dead yes. yet. So I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Ah, that's... Hmm. See that that's that's such a that's such an internal experience. Like like if you if you had been uh, just kind of observed by a surveillance camera of some kind, just kind of like viewing that sequence of events would have been you would never know. Sorted. You would never but know. Inside, yeah. 
but inside, you know, Ralph's rich inner life over here. Like of he's 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 so finally rich. he's finally like you know reaching those reaching those roots out through the void to to connect with another person in some way, engaging with the real world not, again. Not 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 you know? so bloodless after all. Not dead yet. That's right. That's right. You you got you got a few more licks in you, pal. That's uh that's that that's a good omen, I think. Don't count Ralph out yet. <laughs> all right. I like that what you're essentially he takes a licking and keeps on kicking. I like I like what you're essentially saying is like, all right, so Ralph, you know, you you suddenly became horny over this twenty uh, year old you matched with on this this dating site. Hey, good for you, man. I'm happy for you, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's where the bar is. The bar is on the floor. Yeah, but uh, mm. yeah, mm. and I, uh, without noticing, mm. stepped over it. Yeah. <laughs> I could still Ralph can oh, still God. feel folks he's not medically dead so he's there you know I and, and there's there's been a lot of like I've been I've been not as online and as, as I usually have the past couple of days although I've still been fairly online and online enough to notice like the uh today's discourse which was about um if you have a short girlfriend you're a groomer I saw um, you responded to that like, yeah like the the only the only reason that men telling on yourself, uh, are Lloyd. Attracted to telling short on women. yourself, Lloyd. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I just want to control. You just want to have to control. You just yeah. want to have. What is um, what do you call a group of six? Not a quartet. Not a quintet. A sextuplet. A sex. A sex. Isn't that seven? A sextet. Uh, that's a septet. Oh, okay. You a just want to have, like, a, in Pokemon, sex. like, a sextet of petite women that you contain and control within a Pokeball. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what you want. You won't admit it. You uh, won't admit it, but that's what you really want. And and your, 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 public face, your public-facing persona is like, oh, no, mm. I want a woman who is exactly the same height as me and uh, who oh. can carry as much weight and open as many jars. But know. really, you just want... Yeah. You want that in private? I'm like, babe, come on, come on, put on the put on the zigzagoon costume, like just uh, just make. That <laughs> you want that dugout uh, of little fucking pussied Pikachu's that for you to enjoy at your leisure. But um, <laughs> Lloyd is shaking his head. What? <laughs> don't, don't pull away. Don't pull away. <laughs> don't pull away for me. I'm sorry. There is like, I I. So I like I that am... you did that retweet because it was refreshing to me. I was like, there he is. There's my man. He, there he is, living his truth. Finally, striking back. Oh God! <laughs> I uh, you you posted you posted your drafts before New Year's, and and the one that sticks out to me is uh, we cannot let women win. I'm I'm, I'm glad was, you uh, saw that because I deleted it because like I don't know, no one no one really interacted with it, and I was like, well, do I really have to put this out into the world? But yeah, what, oh, and it's funny boy. is that it was one of the oldest ones, so it was like the second to last. Oh, so really? I thought it was like an amusing place too. Yeah, just like as like a passive thought. <laughs> Those are all like long simmering drafts, oh, but uh, yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. I, I like the phrasing of that. We cannot let women win. <laughs> <laughs> this is what they've taken from us. No. Oh boy. Well, I mean, there there's sure to be some some dudes who rock in 2021. I mean, we've got the whole year ahead of us. It's only January 3rd. We are uh, we're we're marching marching forward. We're uh, you know. Got our little plans. Speaking so of forth. the size of women, are you aware of Chance mm. the Rapper? I I am. Let me look him up. Let me put a name to a face. 
What's the most famous uh, Chance the Rapper song? He's got that song, uh, You Don't Want No Problem, Want No Problem With Me. He's a big rapper. I don't know. Mm. He was... He's he's big time. Like he's he's famous. Yeah. Okay. He really doesn't. All right. I've seen he really doesn't before. ring a bell to you. I mean, I knew the name, but I couldn't. I couldn't put a face to it. Well, name. he's a, but now he's, I see him. He's a very okay. that's chance. He's a rap. very talented rapper. Um, I enjoyed his mm-hmm. album Coloring Book from a few years ago, but he's always someone who's really annoyed me. Um, because okay. he seems like. So like his dad w- used to work for Rama Manual. So like oh. yeah, so like he's from Chi Town, but yeah. it's like he definitely like comes from money, and he's someone who's like definitely like weaponized wokeness to his old ends. Like I remember there was someone on like oh, the sure. old, I think like a couple of years ago, like MTV tried to have like uh, like a Grantland esque like website where pe- that uh, that had like uh, I don't know that like like how BuzzFeed suddenly began to like prioritize like reportage and like relatively serious writing or whatever. I think MTV tried to like rebrand as that or something as like a take factory and someone wrote, yeah, yeah. And like someone wrote like a very like measured review of the latest chance, the rapper album, which wasn't even exactly negative, but they basically just argued like, um, they were like somewhat, they felt ambivalent about the direction he was going and that they can no longer relate to it or whatever, but it was like very nuanced and tame. And like Chance the Rapper, you know, he had his people like talk to them and say like, Chance is not going to be working with MTV anymore because he found the article offensive. Like he was weaponizing the the, the, the word offensive because someone didn't give him oh a glowing God. review. And also he does the thing where it's like, he talks about God where it's like, you're not really fucking religious, bro. And also I remember back in 2015, I don't know, I've kind of evolved on this because I remember at the time because I like Spike Lee, um, the movie Chirac. I don't know if you ever watched it, but I was very taken with it in 2015. It, no. I've since I, I rewatched it last year, and its politics are imperfect. It does kind of um, tacitly endorse respectability politics. But I remember like uh, Chance the Rapper like made a meal of like shit talking Spike Lee and like describing Chirac, oh. which is a film like you know about gun violence in Chicago. As you know, he was like calling Spike Lee racist and whatever. So it's like, I don't know, like Mm. Spike Lee, you know, Spike Lee's politics aren't perfect. And, you know, and he's, he's not a terribly consistent filmmaker, but it's like, I remember just like really resenting that, but he's someone who just like tends to like weaponize that kind of shit. But, uh, the reason opportunity. Yeah. And the reason, yeah. And the reason I bring him up is from what we were saying is because, uh, he has this lyric, um, where he says, I like my women real tall, the type that can really play ball. And um, I don't know, I could be wrong, but I saw a picture of him and his girlfriend, and I think this is probably problematic to say. Maybe this is some of this, but I feel like he might be a, a he might be secretly, I think he might be in the closet, but I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that as a criticism, but it just mm. reminds me of that, because he was like kind of a, hmm. you know, like kind of a short guy with like this larger, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to wade into that. That kind, that a, kind of discredits... Okay the valid criticisms I've leveled that chance, the rapper. Sure. Sure. Yes. I mean, we can, we can say all kinds of things about chance, the rapper. I'm looking at pictures of him right now. I don't like his eyebrows. I don't like his eyebrows one bit. They arch in a menacing way. Interesting. Um, yeah, not, no, 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 no. It's not menacing. It's like, he looks, it's like, uh, I mean, I haven't thought about him. Reminds me of, he was recently, he was, people were to my gratification within the last year, people were shit talking him on Twitter. I 
don't remember why, but it was it was it was something. I wish I wish I can somehow find it. Uh, but um, he had some like dumbass take. Um, he also performed. Uh, I remember this too. Like, do you remember like after Trump won the 2016 election, Obama still went ahead and had this like like hilariously gratuitous farewell address where he had like people like oh, performing yeah. and like fucking pyrotechnics uh, techniques before he like strolled out and like did his farewell address. Yeah. And like Chance the Rapper was like one of his warm up acts. He was like one of the performers and whatnot. Okay. So he's just like really enmeshed in that. Like, I, I guess what I mean to say is like Chance the Rapper is like an extremely neoliberal figure for sure. Yeah. Talented yeah. rapper. He's a talented rapper mm. for sure. But hey. but he is a he is low key a rich kid and an egregious neoliberal mm. subject, and if if, yes, it, if it yes. turns out that he was op- that he was, you know, gay but for politics he pretended he wasn't. I wouldn't be surprised. I don't claim to know that, but if uh-huh. but if I if that comes out, that's just another point mm-hmm. on which I will be vindicated as relates to chance. That's right. That's right. Food for thought, sir. Yeah, but if chance you, you know, want to do your own research, chance you want to, you know, you want to come on the pod, you're always welcome, you know. But uh, always welcome, Ch- chance. Come on over, pal. Well, you know, which which hat with a three on it will you wear this time? You don't want no problem. Say. Want no problem with me? Look, the verse mm-hmm. on ultralight beam, it's great. Um, you don't want no feeling. Don't want feeling. Well, podcast. there you go. Very good. Yeah, you know what Love, I'm saying. You know, yeah, coloring book is fun. Love the verse on ultralight beam. Wouldn't be surprised if you, uh, you know, accepted an invitation to Little St. James 2.0, but mm. Ooh. I'm able to separate the Man. artist from the art, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, man, like machine machine politics in, in Chicago is is really something else. Like New York, Chicago, and, and Los Angeles, just like the Democratic Party operatives. Like Rahm Emanuel, and like who may who may be in who may be in the Biden cabinet yet, right? They might they might dust off old Rahm, yeah, yeah. Just give him give him one more go. I mean, I remember back in two thousand eight when they're like, oh, they're bringing in Rahm Emanuel, like he's he's a he's a fighter, yeah, he's He's a fire breather, yeah, he's got an attitude. It's like, oh, that sounds that sounds nice. That sounds good to have in in like the the. and, and the he's and he's uh, the the Marxist Leninist Obama. That's right, Obama, like, who course, is also someone who is secretly a gay prostitute. But uh, yeah, I remember Absolutely. like in his quote, he's the one to whom the quote is attributed um, in the wake of, um, or not that he coined it, but like uh, supposedly he said it in the wake of the um, uh, financial crisis of uh, two thousand seven eight. He said, uh, "Never let a crisis go to waste." And then they subsequently just did the mm. most uh, middling, like sort of threadbare, like fence writing response to that crisis yeah, and yeah. transformed absolutely nothing but uh yeah mm. well um you know governor of the state of new york and member of the italian mafia andrew cuomo has certainly like he's taken that to its conclusion of course absolutely by, by please someone a hang a meatball he... from a stick and lead him into a volcano along with rama man absolutely yeah. oh rama Emanuel, andrew cuomo eric garcetti Hillary Clinton, sure. Hell, get AOC in there too. Thank all you. These people. Get them all. Thank out of you. Here. I didn't want to bring yeah. it up, but did mm. you see that tweet of hers, the violence tweet? Uh yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. I, I, was, since um, you brought it up, I have to read it. Look, you know, look, you look. Read it. I'll, I'll say this. 
I know that nothing matters, but uh, like uh, since you brought it up, I'll say this: like the Jimmy Dore thing. Like I, I, I appreciate it. I don't understand the people who are like completely dismissive of the Jimmy Dore thing or who seem to resent him. Like mm. I, like I personally am not invested in it at all. Um, I don't think anything is going to come of it. Um, but like, I, I don't get the people who are like who are ostensibly on the left who are shit talking him. I think it's it's either one of two things. Like either they they feel insecure about their own inaction, their own lack of activism, the fact that his posts almost sort of threatened to have some kind of effect on the real world, whereas theirs never do, and or it's that he's stridently criticizing their girlfriend. But whatever, I just kind of resisted that, like people who are ostensibly uh, 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 to the left or leftish or whatever, just being like, oh, God, this guy, whatever. But like AOC, like I've I've criticized her on this podcast before, but like even I, like it's always like mm. I, 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 I do hesitate and I do try to like couch it in something or other. But it's like after this tweet I saw from her, like I no longer have any patience for anyone who views her as anything other than a distinctly dystopian figure. Like, after I saw this tweet, I'm like, no. She is a shade of the dystopia. And what she said was, like, you know, for those of you who don't know, Jimmy Dore, who I was not even aware of prior to this, I guess he's some kind of, like... Political commentator slash comedian. Yeah, he's like some type. he's like some he's boomer comedian forever. who I guess is like on the left, and um, he ins- he inspired this like online campaign um, for like um, leftish Democrats to withhold their vote to uh, 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 re to to reinstate Nancy Pelosi as the Speaker of the House, which. Someone like AOC or any other member of the squad should resist anyway because Nancy Pelosi's fucking awful. But uh, he said, like, yeah. hold that hostage in lieu of, like, some kind of vote on Medicare for all. And people can disagree over whether this is, like, good strategy or whether it matters. I don't know. Whatever. But, like, people started, like, criticizing her. And she tweeted, uh, this is, like, a part of a thread, but, like, she said, And to be 100% honest, it was hard during this time to be targeted plus marred as some sellout enemy of the people over a late tactical agreement over one floor vote. Also, a bummer to see figures excuse comments like, quote, F her and F anyone who protects her. That's not tone. That's violence. Now, first of all, Okay, she's a congresswoman. The fact that she's even trying to like reorient this conversation in such a way that she's a victim is like shameful and embarrassing. And also, on top of that, it's not even like she was someone who previously would use her platform and her time to go out of the way to like point out like I don't know, randos on Twitter saying something sexist about her. And even that, it's like, okay, yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, people are dying because they don't have access to health care. I don't care if some anonymous account on Twitter.com called you a bitch. Like, I'm not saying it's not sexist, but I'm sorry that doesn't matter. But this isn't even that. This is people who are criticizing her for her political actions. Her, 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 who are questioning her integrity because of what she's done as a powerful person or what 
what she hasn't done. And now she's doing the classic maneuver of equating that criticism because in the minds of her critics, she's not doing enough to help people get health care that she's a sellout. That's violence. And I'm like, okay, dystopia, right, right. dystopian figure. Uh, like, I don't know. Like, yeah, that's that that is a bit much. I feel I mean, listen, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, like we are dating, she and I, <laughs> and, uh, and I would never, I would never say anything myself. That's interesting. She's a little tall in, for your taste, but uh, yeah, l- you know, uh, hey, what she what know, what uh, she lacks in in petiteness, <laughs> she makes up for in those in those dang yum yums. But uh, yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. Listen, again, this is purely a a political maneuver. I'm still, you know, I've never had sex in my life. Never going to. It's a, it's, it's just, it's just not, it's just not my thing. But, um, but it's about the clout and it's for the podcast. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I see, uh, you always I'm say that, but of course, that. but of course, I know the reality is that Lloyd is an unparalleled right. cocksmith. And I distinctly remember in, was it 2018 when she was for, first, um, uh, elected? He, uh, he turned to me and he said, AOC, you know what that stands for? Uh, another orifice. Cool. Um, so. <laughs> and I was like, Lloyd, come on. This is, this is the oh. future of American socialism. And he was like, nah, dog. Oh God. <laughs> that got me, Ralph. Well done. Well done. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Another orifice. Cool. <laughs> cool. Not even that, just not even that excited. Yeah. Just like, ah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Noise, uh, noise. You know, I'm Lloyd Howell. Noise. Yep. Noise. Another how. Could take it or leave it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh Lord. Oh, I, I used to I used to date someone who said noise like uh, that's that's a toughie. That's a tough like one as a as a thing, and I was like, mm. but I'm 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 very much chameleon, so I started saying it too. Who would say such a thing? But, uh, what was their background? Then, like I don't even know. Like noise feels like such a. I don't know if I've ever met no, anyone in my kinda, life who said that. I just I just grabbed it listen, as like a listen. yeah flagship douchey I mean, expression. But yeah, you know, like a like a like a fine individual. You know, very. very but I feel like very isn't that kind, speci- very, very sweet? Isn't that isn't that specific was, uh, to a particular accent? Noise. It's like a West Coast noise. thing, well, right? I mean, it, Were they from the West Coast? It's no, huh. no. I mean, East Coast. I, I think it was just maybe uh, it's been an affectation they the picked ether. up along the way. I mean, they were they were also very online. It might have been just something that uh, that was was said in their sure, circles. Sure, sure. Who can say? An unknowable um, after an unknowable process of ironization. Yeah, just just everyone gets their own. Everyone gets their own flavor of uh, of ironization, and they get their they get their bubble. their own journey. I call it. it their own journey. Yeah. Yes, yes. The hero's journey. Everyone, everyone is the hero. But you know, you know the real way that someone can become a hero, Ralph. And I don't think this this gets say it. I know what you're going to say. Say it. Speak on it. Um, Well, if they if they like if someone can like find it within themselves, like find that spark that's buried deep within. I'm holding it. I'm holding it right here. I'm holding it right here. To go to Patreon.com/slash/FeelingWell, you know, subscribe. For five dollars a month describe what or you more, see? you want to you, describe what you see right now as you're saying. Ralph, this? Ralph has uh, Ralph has has kind of taken this opportunity to um, to kind of act on what put he's the feeling gun back against feeling. my head. 
He's he's put that gun back against huh? his oh, head, uh, folks. And he's, uh, oh, 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 no. And now it's in his mouth. Now it's in his mouth. And uh, he's and he's serious, folks. He's serious because Ralph, he has no trigger discipline. It's true. This guy's never been to a gun range it's in true. his true. This life, is not the, what do you but, call but, it? The, the, yeah. Mm. No, no, no. Um, but what he lacks in uh, in trigger discipline, he he makes up for in stone cold resolve. That's right. I'm putting it down um, for now. So but it can just as easily as now, it, went, as it went down, it can go back up. So yeah. it can go right back up. It, it's it's within arm's reach. It's on his it's on his desk. Like he's he's ready at any moment. So uh, blackmailing so you with my own suicide. Everyone folks, just sign up patreon.com yeah. slash feeling well. I. I think it would be better for everyone involved if you just kind of head over to patreon.com slash feeling well and like, you know, maybe maybe if you really want Ralph to survive, you could you could throw in at the $10 level. That's right. At which, at which point you can uh, you can influence what the show is you about. You can suggest something uh, for us can, to talk you know, about. Proper yeah, a topic. Yeah. And we'll talk about it. Um, you know, there's there's you know, there's all kinds of fun stuff going on there, folks. It's It's two episodes a week instead of one. You get you get all that content. You get the you get the backlog. That's right. The like archive. You get access to to our our deepest darkest secrets. You and, get to uh, interact with us. And for God's sake, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, and you're helping, <clears throat> you know, like, and you're you you are you are yourself wrenching Ralph's foot out of that grave, mm-hmm. um, you know, back into the so real world. You can take world, solace in that. You know? That's politics, folks. Doing that is politics. that's politics, baby. Um, yep, yep. And if if uh, you know, I mean, I think we can kind of take a take a take a page from our our congresswoman's book, um, that if you do not sign up for the Patreon, that is... That's violence. That is actually violence against mm-hmm. Ralph. So um, I didn't want to say it, but uh, but you're, you're canceled. Now. That's that's not uh, tone. That's violence subscribe. if you don't subscribe to the Patreon. That's not tone. Mm. Another orifice. Cool. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, this is uh, hmm. this is completely this is this is not really related, but just like uh, something I wanted to bring up, just because I thought it was I don't know vaguely interesting was that uh, yeah. a friend of the show Molly Mary O'Brien uh, last night hmm. uh, tweeted something just just some offhand tweet she tweeted uh, apparently she had just discovered that actor Adrian Brody. Uh, for whatever reason, she had assumed he was French, but she had learned that he was actually a oh. uh, a Queens native, which I find a little confusing because, mm-hmm. like, granted, he I could see why you would think he looks French, but I feel like he has a a pretty clear New York accent in every movie he's yeah. been in. But um, he's never had a French accent in any movie, yeah, that I'm aware of. But um. Uh, he did play Salvador Dali in the bad late Woody Allen movie Midnight in Paris, though. Um, oh, but uh, okay. but uh, I shared with her on the timeline, which is true, that Adrian Brody was actually a childhood friend of my uncle. Oh, yeah. Is that uh, so? Adrian Brody actually grew up in the same neighborhood as my father and uncles, the same neighborhood in which I was born, uh, Woodhaven, Queens. Um, okay. And uh, somewhere, someplace, uh, my family does have a picture of uh, of a young Adrian with my uncle Steve, um, who is not exactly a cool guy. I get the sense that they were both like kind of social rejects. And I also got the uh-huh. sense, based on the stories people would tell, that my father would kind of bully a young Adrian Brody in Queens. 
like they talk about it. You fucking nerd. Get over yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Like he would you like know, come to the house and be like, hey, is Steve home? And he'd be like, my dad's like, yeah. And he was like, hey, is Steve home? You know, and uh, they described his parents. What are you going to do about it? Stop hitting yourself, Adrian. <laughs> yeah, no, but for real. And oh. he would like describe his parents being like weirdly new agey. And I remembered this one story where um, I, I, apparently my father was just repeatedly, inexplicably striking a tree with an aluminum bat, like just going to mm. town just for the sake of it, hitting a tree over and over with a bat, just just boys being boys, I suppose. And apparently mm-hmm. the young Adrian Brody like came up to him, he tells me, and was like, no, no, the tree has feelings. Don't do that. And that's just like a story oh. I remember my father <laughs> telling. And then he describes... The tree has feelings. Yeah, and then okay. he, just, uh, he just describes one day, like eventually for his acting career, and I'm a fan of Adrian Brody. I love his work. Um, oh, but sure. uh, yeah. eventually one day they moved to L.A., and they like kind of laughed it off. They didn't take it seriously. So I just imagine my father being like, "Oh hey, oh look, uh, Adrian's moving to L.A. to be gay. Oh, he's moving to L.A. to be gay <laughs> with trees." <laughs> and then, of course, uh, subsequently, Adrian Brody uh, won an Oscar, and my dad was uh, fated to a life of toil and a son who's a podcaster. But uh, that was just mm-hmm. uh, that's just a funny bit of uh, a family history, I guess. But uh, yeah. I mean, and who can really say who got the better deal? I mean, you know, you're, can Adrian Brody lay claim to to the Feeling Well podcast? I don't think he can. I don't think he can. I don't think he has any jurisdiction over what we've done, what you've done for this show, Ralph. Yeah, and, and Adrian, is, uh, if you want to come on the pod, I'd love know. to have you. I love your work. Yeah, we sure. We can talk about uh, the Darjeeling Limited. Um, we can talk mm-hmm. about your collaboration with Roman Polanski, who I understand is uh, yeah. is an unimpeachably ethical guy and uh yeah absolutely never done a thing wrong in his life we can talk about your uh, snl appearance in which you uh acted like a a rasta guy before introducing i believe it was sean paul (laughs) and were subsequently banned (laughs) from the show but uh that's true but i actually do like adrian oh boy and uh Uh uh-huh look either of us Mm -hmm. would love to work with you but uh but yeah yep Yep. Oh man, I, I remember. I, this is this is somewhat off topic, but uh, like, I remember that when I was when I was still listening to Come Town, it was like very early in the run. But when they were um, when they had like David Cross on, and they just that was like, hilarious. When they just kind of like intentionally that was botched early the interview. Comptown. Yeah, 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 and like made him really mad. Like, what? When's when's that gonna happen for us? When are we gonna? When are we gonna get our Come Town like, David Cross uh, appearance? I know, I know. Like something, something like that. We need, uh, we need, we need, we need a little controversy. Very good, as, very good. As yeah. Marshall would very say. Good. Marshall. Oh boy. Marshall Mathers, Eminem. Sure. Um, the, uh, the 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 classic uh, rapper. Sure. Um, who I'm going to argue is uh, now who is woker than Chance the Rapper. A little. Uh, that's an awfully hot coffee pot. I was just gonna say that Should he threatened I? our Cheeto Should... in chief with an awfully hot coffee mm. pot. Yeah. <laughs> Should I go on feeling? Well, probably not. <laughs> he wouldn't dare. <laughs> he wouldn't dare. Uh, he doesn't have the guts. He uh, he loves his daughter too much. Damn, Lloyd. Um, look for at the, you for the for the for the for the ribbing. 
that we would give him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wish I could do a good... I mean, it is hard to get all those rhymes in a row to do a good uh, Eminem mm. parody. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Lloyd Howell, that boy scowls why fuck him in the ass. Feeling well podcast, a pretty fucking shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't Grammy. that wasn't too bad, right? Grammy, yeah, no yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. That's 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 a classic M, uh, if I've ever heard one. <laughs> ah, yeah, I remember being a teenager. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, made you made you feel made made it made it feel good to be a boy. The first know? three albums are fun. A, the be... first three albums are fun. Sure. And you know what? Yeah. Relapse, which yeah. I listened to last year, kind of underrated. Relapse is not so bad, but he kind of turned mm-hmm. his back on that on the on the like infantile, uh, showily provocative thing after uh, the muted response to Relapse, and everything since has uh. been abysmal because he's tried to be like woke and inspirational ever since. You know, yeah. like I'm not afraid, yeah. and it's just, just, just dreadful. But um, maybe it's high time that he, um, you know, Eminem. Uh, what the fuck are we talking about? Eminem embraces uh, <laughs> inner Nick Mullen. But anyway, Adrian Brody, uh, good. Uh, Chance the Rapper, bad. Eminem, mm-hmm. kind of in the middle. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remains to be seen. Rahm Emanuel, um, bad. Of, AOC, bad. Rahm Emanuel, of course. Yes, yes. Um, uh, uh, it, Feeling Well podcast um, can do no that's wrong. That's right. Funnily enough. We're not being shepherded um, into a volcano anytime soon. No. No, sir. No, sir. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're here to Petite stay. women? Ah... Um, uh, I don't want to be associated with any of that. I mean, it's just the, the water's too hot. You know nowadays. what? Just to be safe... Um, all women into the volcano, but folks, volcano. You just ah, can't risk it. Can't Why risk take it. a chance? Why take a chance? <laughs> but folks, you could uh, follow the podcast on Twitter at Feeling Well Pod. Uh, you can follow me at Hey Ralph Man. Is Void Howler coming back? Should they follow the other one? Void Howler. Yeah. No, Void Haller will be back in like a day and a half. Okay, so I'm, I'm almost out of yeah, jail. Yeah, yeah. Follow Lloyd at Void Haller. Subscribe to us at Patreon.com/slash Feeling Well, or I will kill myself, and that violence will be Man. your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, all on you. That's right. And uh, Lloyd, my friend, here's looking forward to 2021. Always a pleasure. Here we go, pal. Always a pleasure, folks. See you next time. Bye bye. Yeah, 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 yeah,